0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Relatable. It's been a while, but we are back with a very special episode. It's Gori. I'm Neha. And I'm Shruti. Today, we have a guest. We have Marie here with us today, and I will let you introduce yourself.
1: Hi, you guys. I'm Marie Pham. I'm a junior at the University of Rhode Island. I'm studying dietetics, and I'm also pre-med. Um, some things I like to do in my spare time is I'm a huge fan of photography. It's a great way to de-stress. I love any kinds of art, and um, I like to sing a little bit too. Even though sometimes I feel like I sound like a dying bird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we we have a little bit of um, similarity there. We all like to sing. Yeah, so, um, that's awesome. The time awesome. Has actually started. So uh, yeah. All right. So first question. What made you choose the medical path, like science, medicine, all of the above?
1: So it could seem a bit basic, but I have, you know, family who's involved in the medical field and just all sciences. But for me, it was kind of an interesting path because it wasn't the first thing I always wanted to do. When I applied to college, I was actually thinking about doing law first, and I was really committed to that because I always loved the humanities. But the more research I did on different law specialties, I was kind of just not really interested and it didn't feel like something I could see myself doing long-term. But there's so many specialties with medicine and so it just felt like there has to be something I could do with this. And I just really love the idea of getting to help people. So right now, I think the specialties I'm interested in, even though I still have a lot of time, Would probably be dermatology or plastic surgery. Great.
0: That's so cool. It is very interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of unexpected. I mean, it's not the one where you're thinking, oh, like this is life saving. But I don't know. For some people, it really can be just having a better view of yourself when you can look at yourself in the mirror that can just help you in so many ways. I agree. Yes,
3: that's true. Um, So, our second question, did you take any high school courses that helped decide that this is your dream path?
1: Yeah, so I took a lot of AP Sciences. I did AP Bio, AP Physics. I was gonna do AP Chem, but I can't stand Chemistry. And you'll find that most pre-med people hate Chemistry. um, Especially Organic Chemistry, which I'm in right now, and it's brutal. But i think you know i at least had an idea that i was either gonna go into law or medicine so i would have to take some you know upper level courses and really just get into it
0: yeah we did um organic chemistry and
1: biology like a couple oh. weeks ago yeah it's awful
2: it's... i can't stand chemistry like, like it's so much uh-uh. i
1: i know some people will love it and like that's good for them like my orgo lab partner he's a chem major and I was like you know what that's great for you (laughs) I don't want to do that though it's no
0: (laughs) yeah I remember my teacher told that um, our bio teacher told us that it was one of the hardest courses that you take in college he showed us like a big book of like the principles of organic chemistry or something (laughs) yeah
1: that's that's the book I'm using and it's it's not fun at all (laughs) but I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of like once you take your MCATs or let's say you want to do dentistry, you take those entrance exams, you're kind of done with it. Like you won't really see it past your undergrad.
0: Mm.
1: Like it's, it's a good way for those schools to kind of weed you out because they know that's the toughest course you're going to be in. So if you can't make it past that, then you won't bother applying.
0: Oh, uh, so like it's like a way of like filtering out the people who um, exactly
1: yeah it's because really you won't see it after this or after you know you finish college
0: yeah so as far as um starting out when you were thinking about the medical field or even law like when you were starting out who are like your inspirations or people who supported you
1: um, I mean I got really lucky you know I have a lot of familial support like everyone on my dad's side of my family they none of them are in the US but they were all in law so wow. that's kind of where I got the idea from and then everyone on my family like on my mom's family here in the US is in medicine and you know they're dentists and they're pharmacists and they're like they're in all of it so when I told them that I had these ideas they were very supportive the big thing for them is just, you know, finding a career that is going to give you a successful life, and it's something that's sustainable, and you're not going to be worried about where your next paycheck is coming from. I
0: think yeah, that, I like that's something. That, that, I think that's something that we can totally agree with. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
3: I feel yeah, like that's one of. The, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the biggest problems for kids like who are trying to choose their careers. They're like trying to find something that's um that they like, but also that can sustain them through life.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think there's kind of a bit of an added pressure when your parents are immigrants, and like I, I hopefully you guys can relate to this, but. You know, what their idea is that they just want you to be better than they were. So, like, yes, the jobs that they have are obviously excellent, but they want you to go even farther. And while that's, you know, great and it makes us feel like, oh, you know, we have so much support and love from them. It can also be like a, a bit tricky because, well, how am I going to get better than that? Because they already set the bar so high. Mm.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I like I the thing is you're saying everything that I feel but I've mm-hmm. never actually thought about it all in one go. It. It's yeah. just like Yeah.
1: Yeah, you kinda of start thinking about it a lot when you're applying for college because you know you're thinking, Well what path do I wanna take? What major do I wanna do? You're thinking about what your parents went through, what you know, aunts, uncles, cousins, whatever. And they all want you to be better. They all want to support you and see you have so much success. So you start having these talks with them and you say, well, how am I supposed to get better than that? You know, you did this for so many years. You were so successful, but you kind of just have to have faith that it's going to work out for you and you're going to end up on the path you're supposed to.
0: Did they suggest law and uh, medicine to you or did you like bring it up to the table yourself?
1: No, I I brought it up. Like when I was really little, the dream was photography. I just wanted Mm -hmm. to be a photographer and my parents were very quick to be like, well, you're not going to make a living with that one. So be realistic, (laughs) which they're right. Honestly, I mean, when you're a kid, that hurts. But (laughs) as you get older, you're like, oh, shoot, that is right. I need to make money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, like we all have obstacles. So like what were your obstacles when you like were faced with pursuing your dream, your dream career?
1: Yeah, so I mean right now with COVID it's tough because a big thing that, you know, medical schools and dental schools want to see is that you have clinical experience. And with COVID, obviously they don't want to hire some like 20-year-old. They want people who have their degrees. They want people who have been practicing for years. So right now, that's probably the biggest thing for me. But um, luckily, it's it's lightening up enough where I can kind of, you know, apply and have a good chance of getting something.
0: So COVID's probably like one of the biggest things that you you and your uh, peers probably, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Plus online schooling. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I know you guys, it's tough and I can't even imagine what it's like for you guys in high school. But um, yeah, it's tricky because you s- I spent like a year and a half online and then coming back into it and getting back to, you know, in-person exams and not having those online resources <laughs> for help. <laughs> it's kind of tricky. But, you know, you kind of just have to revert back to what you were doing before and just go back to those study techniques, you know. For me, what works is like rewriting everything because I feel like you don't learn otherwise. So I'm just kind of getting back into that and luckily it's been going well so far.
2: I'm the exact same way. I need to rewrite everything, like everything Mm -hmm. to understand something.
1: Yeah, it just sticks better with you for some reason. Like I see people typing their notes, which is great. And I do that too sometimes, but then I have to go home and rewrite every single thing. Otherwise I won't remember it.
3: Well, speaking about college and courses, what's the workload for the courses you've taken so far?
1: Um, It can depend on how many credits you take and some colleges are different than others. Like some schools have a limit on how many courses you're allowed to take and then other schools do it by credit system. So for URI, our limit is 19 credits. Um, Unless you get permission from the dean, then you can go over. So I've been taking 19 credits for a long time now since like sophomore year so it's tough but um it's definitely worth it and you know it's just you have so much to fit in because you have this whole major and there's a ton of credits associated with that but then you also have all these prereqs for medical school that you have to fit in and the big thing with medical schools that i kind of don't like it's kind of annoying um you can't take any of the science courses during like the J term or the summer, like you have to take it during the semester because I feel like in their eyes, it shows that you can handle a heavy workload during the semester and that you're not pushing it off to the summer to make things easier. Like the only way I could imagine someone doing a pre-med science course in the summer is if they are like a straight A student and they have an unbelievably good reason for why they had to do it.
0: Mm. When you said 19 credits, is that for like, the entire year or like your entire like
1: graduation? So, so college is broken up into semesters. You have um, a fall semester, a J term, which is your winter break. So that's like a couple months, spring semester, and then summer. So 19 credits is for the fall semester for so for September to December when you take your finals. But that's kind of a good thing about college, though, because you're not stuck in a class for a whole year. It's kind of like you get to try so many new things like you're only in the class for 13 weeks and then you get to move on and do something else because I didn't realize it at the time. But now I'm like, if I had to be in an orgo class or in this nutrition class for September till May, I would get so bored and I would be so annoyed. So it's nice that I get to kind of jump around and try new things.
0: I actually didn't realize that that's the way it works, so, okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you guys are sophomores, they won't talk to you about this until
3: (laughs) you're, like, seniors. I wish they talked to us about it sooner, because, like, I feel so, like, weird not knowing about, like, what's going on in college. Like, do they have semesters? Do they have trimesters? Like, I don't even know any of this. Yeah,
1: no, it's... I know it's kind of frustrating because I have an older brother, like we're 1 year apart. So he was, you know, looking at colleges junior year, so I was a sophomore and I kind of had some idea because I used to go with him on the tours cuz I don't know my parents didn't want to leave me at home. <laughs> um, so I kind of I was lucky with that because I at least had some understanding of what was going to happen. But also every high school has a different approach for how they're going to help you get into college, like his High school was not great when it came to college applications, but luckily mine, you know they were talking about it since freshman year.
3: That's good, prepa- good <laughs> preparation. But I mean
1: really at the end of the day, as long as you get into a college senior year, you're good to go. It doesn't really matter how it happened.
2: What's your plan for after high- or after college? Um, I we know you mentioned like pre-med, but like specifically, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah, so I am I signed up for my MCATs this year, or in October, so I'm taking them in the spring, and then I start applying for medical schools in the summer, because my plan is to, you know, hopefully go right out of undergrad. I don't really want to take a gap year, even though a lot of people do, and there's nothing wrong with it, but for me, I feel like you're already going to be studying for so long that you don't want to waste any time. Because, you know, there's medical school, and then there's residency, and then let's say you want to do, like, a fellowship. It can be a lot, so if you can, like, kind of scrape off one year, I would just go for it.
2: You're going to be under a lot of pressure. My God. (sighs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But, you know, pressure can make a diamond, so let's go with it. Yeah. Hey, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. It'll work Um... out. So you've been giving us advice this entire time about what are other pieces of advice that you'd like to give to high schoolers right
1: now? Breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Really, no, honestly, because I was so like, I was so stressed out when I was applying to colleges and I actually just helped a friend apply to colleges and I was reading through her essays. And as I was reading through them, I was like, oh, I remember why I hated this so much. (laughs) But after it was done, Like, after I finished applying to colleges, it felt like the easiest thing in the world. I don't know why, I don't know how, but it felt like, oh my gosh, why was I so nervous about this? Like, it's really not as big of a deal as people make it. I think, like, I mean, literally millions of people go to college and they get into college. Why can't you, you know?
2: I think it's that stereotype of like, you know, you have to get into a good college, otherwise, like, you can't succeed. Like, I don't know, we had this conversation today in class actually. It's like, um, B's and C's aren't bad grades, um, and that like, it doesn't matter in the long run because colleges don't look at grades, they look at you as a person, and just grades make up one portion of that. So, um, I think it's that stereotype again, like, of going to a good college, which makes it so much more pressurizing.
1: Mm, definitely. I mean, look, I go to a public university. I'm, I'm not an Ivy League. We're not like top tier or anything, but I still have a good education. I'm still doing what I need to do.
0: Um, also, just to like connect back to our grade. So we're most of the people who are listening are sophomores. So d- when you were a sophomore, like, did you know what you were going to do? Like right now? I know you said law. So what was your thought process then?
1: Sophomore year? It's weird, but honestly, I was thinking medicine sophomore year. Senior year, when I started to get more serious, that's when I was like, oh, maybe I should do law instead. But sophomore year, really, it was medicine because I was in chemistry and I was in geometry. And if I'm being honest, I hated sophomore year. (laughs) It was like the most annoying year of high school for me. And that's what our teachers told us at the beginning of the year. They're like, I promise you this is going to be your hardest year. I was like, well, thanks. Something to look forward to. Ah, but, I hear that um, so
0: much. Yeah. I no, think- but like
1: sophomore year, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not the big one that colleges care about. They really focus on junior year because that's going to be the most recent full year of your grades that they're seeing. Like, yes, you, they'll see your first. Actually, do you guys do quarters at your high school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You okay. just finished one. Yeah. So when you apply to college, senior year, so have a lot of time um they'll see your first quarter and that's all they have before they accept you so junior year that's their most recent one so that's the one you really want to buckle down on
2: i think for us like um i don't know you guys correct me if i'm wrong but all three of us um want to do something in stem right Mm -hmm. um i I don't know if it's like it or if it's like actual science um it's 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 something in that so we are like taking courses, we all take somewhat the same courses. Um, It's like some some in IT and then some in like science and we're trying to see like where our interests like fall but at the same time it's hard to find the interest because you're trying equally in both classes. Like you're trying to get that good score. So the interest part comes in when you just like leave that test out of it or like that grade out of it, that grade part, just like throw it away and then just like focus on like the content. I think that's a lesson that we're learning. Um, like, it's it's the it's the lesson, it's not really the grade that counts at the end, you know? That's yeah. true, because
0: I, f- I feel like I'd like chemistry more if I weren't being graded on it.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I know I wouldn't, but that's good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, my teacher is just so helpful, but I'm just, like, not doing so well on the test, you know, so.
1: Mm-hmm. No, a good teacher is everything, like, mm-hmm even if you kind of like the subject if you have a bad teacher if you have a teacher that's not really supporting the way you need to learn it can feel like the most miserable thing
0: yeah that's vigorous head nods from all of us yeah (laughs) yeah but that's all we
2: have for you i think so that wraps it up for today's episode hopefully you enjoyed um our guesting with maria and thank you for joining us marie um, we appreciate. Free- oh, I said Maria. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's okay. You're not
1: the first, and you won't be the last. Don't no <laughs> worry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I had a theater teacher in high school who kept calling me Maria, so I wouldn't respond to her.
0: And then she got mad. I was
1: like, Well, that's not my name. What do you want from me?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay, I'll uh, we, we all we know all about. Oh yeah, all the wrong names.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> I've experienced it multiple times. Yeah. Too many. Too many to count. Okay. So that wraps it up for today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the guesting with Marie. Um, Thank you for joining us. Follow our Instagram, podcast underscore relatable and stay tuned for more. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.